they did it! They did it! They did it! They did it! Ow! Oh! Oh! Ow! Oh! Why? Why did this have to happen on a day? I'm gonna turn my fan off. Why did this have to happen on a day when I had another one of those uh, scaling and root planings? You know, the thing I got a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I did it again. My mouth hurts, bro. It really hurts. So I can't. I can't yell. I can't show my fervor and passion. But they did it. This is an emergency broadcast podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Royal Deluxe Podcast. Um, you know, I said uploading every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I was thinking, no, I'm not going to do an episode on Wednesday, just because there was one game, and even though it was a good game, and Zach Granke got his thousandth strikeout and stuff like that, like, there, there are things that I I could have talked about, I just didn't have the energy for it, I guess, I just didn't have much motivation for it, but instead, um, no, we are going to have a podcast on Wednesday, and it's going up in the afternoon, before game time, because they did it! They did it, and I and I have to say, I didn't expect it. Even despite all that has happened recently, I didn't expect this to happen. Dayton Moore is gone. Dayton Moore is gone. Out. Leaving. Fired. That is... Sorry for the, all the clicks and stuff. I, I, I'm not, like, prepared to record a podcast whatsoever. Usually I have my silent mouse when I'm recording, but this is just so unexpected. I did not think that this was going to happen. At the very least, like, maybe in the offseason, we, we could have seen some changes. But the fact that they're actually doing this now, you know, it really does make sense when you think about Dayton Moore's comments on, um, when, what, when did this happen? Monday? Sunday? David Lesky was right on the money, saying that this was those were the those were like the words of a man who knew that he was screwed. He 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 was backed into a corner. He was on the ropes. He was he was desperate to just you know save face or how you want to put it. And now he's gone. That's amazing. That's insane. Again, didn't think they would actually do that, but they did. Um, and now. J.J. Piccolo is president of baseball operations. Um, have they announced, like, I, I'm not entirely sure, like, what they're going to do with the general manager situation, um, which I, I don't know if I actually trust J.J. as president. That seems a little excessive. Like, I mean, the team has operated without a president for a long time. And then Dayton Moore was president for literally just this year. This this promotion only happened like this year, I think. Um, so I, I yeah I guess I guess JJ Piccolo is still the general manager. He's also just operating as um, pre- head of baseball operations as oh it says executive vice president and general manager. Um, yeah, so he is executive VP and GM. So I guess they will have a new actual pres- president but you know I don't dislike JJ and so far I haven't had a, much of a reason to um wow okay hang on uh, I'm like basically reading off of Twitter right now um Harold Koontz just said Sherman was, has said he really wants JJ to tell me what he wants 
Yeah, okay, Sherman is like talking right now. I should probably like listen to what he's saying. So I'm gonna pause my recording. Okay, I'm kind of like I was trying to I, I tried listening to the this little uh, press conference, but it was basically nothing. He's basically he's basically talking about how great Dayton Moore is essentially, and you know trying to. You, you know, obviously, he's not going to come out and be like, hey, Dayton Moore sucks, and he really screwed things up, so we're kicking him out. And, and that's fair, that's fine, because at the end of the day, there is a lot that we owe to Dayton Moore. There is a lot of respect that I have for Dayton Moore, but it is definitely time to move on from him, and I agree with the changes that are being made. Also, someone... I don't really know who this account is. Um, just someone named Matt Todd on Twitter has said that he he said 34 minutes ago Royals are firing Dayton Moore and Mike Matheny per sources. So, um, and it, it, you know they haven't they obviously have not announced this yet. But the way Sherman is talking, he's implying that more changes can be made or will be made, and it it definitely sounds like Matheny is also going. And I know that people are like, like it, there is some confusion going on because Mike Matheny is going to be managing something in like like there's like there's like a Korean ex- exhibition game that they're gonna do, and Mike Matheny is gonna manage that. And some people think that that is going that is an indicator of Matheny staying. Like, why would they have a an exiled manager? Um, uh, take over uh, this baseball team or something like that. I don't really know if that matters, though. Like, why does that matter? Like, like does does MLB really care who manages the Korean game? Does anyone care? Do you care? I don't care, personally. I don't think it's going to be much of a big deal. Um, if it's up to the Royals, then they're probably just going to be like, well, Mike Matheny can do whatever he wants because we don't care anymore, lol. Um, but I think that this is... we are We are finally seeing... John Sherman in action. This is what we've been waiting for. We have been waiting for Sherman to do something with this team, to show that he cares. When he bought the Royals in 2019, when he was appointed as owner, he basically said, like, he's like, I'm going to make this team competitive. I'm going to spend money. I'm going to do whatever I can to, you know, make this a winning team, a consistently winning team. And he comes from Cleveland where they, well, they don't have the mentality of spending, but... I mean, at the very least, he can see what Cleveland has done to make themselves a perennial ba- uh, playoff team. All right, and and if he is going to be like, yeah, I, I, I can spend some money, like, why not? <laughs> you know, I mean, it is important to note that this is an ownership group that is largely based on Kansas City names, like J.D. Dunn. So it's not like John Sherman is alone and he can just, you know, run the team on autopilot and just not care like David Glass did. The Glass family did not care. They just had the Royals because it was like a nice, shiny thing that they bought and it made them cool or whatever. John Sherman is, and and the people that are around him are like, we know, they, they know how important the Royals are to Kansas City, and they have seen what the Royals have done to Kansas City. They have seen the change that they brought to this city in 2014 and 2015, and they they are they want that to happen again. And we're finally seeing him take some steps to do that. We've been, we've been asking ourselves: Is he a guy 
that is going, like, like, was he talking out of his ass in 2019? Was he saying things that just sounded attractive, that just sounded nice, or is he going to be another owner that just doesn't care and, you know, he owns a baseball team because it's cool to say that you own a baseball team? And he's been patient. And I, and I, and I don't disrespect that. I like that, actually. I like that so far his attitude has been, I'm going to wait and see. Like, I'm going to trust the people that have, you know, already won and they've already done this before and I'm going to see what they're doing. I I don't think that it, was, it would have been right to fire Dayton Moore in 2019, which is what a lot of people thought was going to happen when Sherman took over as owner. A lot of people were like, oh, man. You know, you know, David Glass didn't care at all. You know, Dayton Moore won a World Series, so he gets to have permanent job security. Now that we have a new guy in charge, a new fresh of eyes, a new, a new fresh of eyes, a new set of eyes, a fresh set of eyes. <laughs> Mix mixed my words up there. Looking at this organization, they're gonna see how terrible it is, how terrible of uh, how terrible of a shape it is in, and it's all Dayton's fault. And Dayton Moore is definitely gone. And then Sherman, okay. <laughs> my my sister just texted me that Dayton Moore got fired. And, like, she hasn't kept up with baseball in years. So even she knows about it. Oh, man. Anyway, that all happened. But instead, Sherman came over and he was like, yeah, I like what I'm seeing. Good job. And, and you know, I really don't think it would have been fair to, to fire Moore back then in 2019. Was the organization in great shape? Maybe not, but could he turn it around? Yes. And then, you know, you had the pandemic season that really screwed things up. And even in 2021, you can still maybe blame some issues on, you know, pandemic season. All right. You know, which I know is really stretching the excuses thin. But still, I can at least understand why you wouldn't want to, you know, throw out the guy who has been here this whole time and has won you a World Series championship. I know people don't want to hear that. I know People who really wanted Dayton Moore fired, you know, years ago, uh, do, do not want to hear the, oh, tw- two, two World Series, what, the 2015? I, I know, I get it, guys, but still, I I think Sherman, and we're, we're seeing this more and more with the quotes that he is saying, the things that he has been saying today, and I... <laughs> You you can't tell, but a lot of a lot of time has passed in between um a couple of cuts that I've made and well not a lot of time but several minutes have passed which means a lot of information has come out and Sherman is basically making it clear that he doesn't want to meddle like he doesn't want to screw around with things he doesn't want to be an owner who gets in the way of everybody and so like he's been talking about right now like he's basically just gonna let JJ do what he wants and Sherman you know he has his support. Sherman is going to support J.J. and, you know, maybe bring him what he wants. He's, he specifically said, I want J.J. to tell me what he wants. So whatever J.J. thinks needs to happen this season, I guess Sherman is going to, you know, have his support. If it's going to be, you know, if J.J. comes out and is like, we're going to, we want to spend $50 million on starting pitching like right now. Like, like not, not total, like for salaries next year. And maybe Sherman will be like, okay, if that's what it takes to get the Royals going again, I'll do it. But, so, basically I'm saying that Sherman has been patient because he doesn't want to, you know, do something wrong, I guess. But, this season was inexcusable. It was totally inexcusable. There's no reason for the Royals um, 
to be as bad as they are this season. There is absolutely zero excuse for a 90-loss season. Hell, I would say there was little excuse for an 85-loss season or, or even maybe an 80-loss season in a way. Just just awful. This, this season has been literally worst-case scenario for the Royals, and this needed to happen. Oh my god, man. John Sherman, apparently he said, Dayton talks about what a championship team looks like. I want to know what a wildcard team looks like. My god, dude! This has been therapy! This press conference, what everything that, that Sherman has been saying... This is not an announcement. This is not a press conference. This is a therapy session for Royals fans. I, I swear to God, he has said everything right. I can't believe this is happening. So many things have been gone have been going wrong for the Royals for the last however many years. And it finally feels like something is going right. It finally feels like we have some reassurance and we have something to look forward to. Like I can't believe it's it's like the, like Sherman has literally come down and been like, guys, it's gonna be okay. I li I'm listening to you and I'm gonna do what I can, and it's gonna get better from here on out. Like he's quite literally been saying that. He said, he said, not only am I tired of losing, I'm also tired of pick of picking high in the draft, and also we care about people, but we want to win baseball games. Like, oh my god, this has been. This has been the criticism of Dayton Moore. Like, yeah, Dayton Moore is a great leader. Dayton Moore is a, an incredible person, and I hope he still has a career in baseball, Major League Baseball. I don't know what he's going to do, but, like, I, 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 I don't want to see him being dragged through the mud, and I don't think Sherman is doing that specifically. It's just that Sherman... Uh, not Sherman. Um, Dayton Moore just couldn't run a baseball organization anymore. That's basically what has been said. An incredible leader of people, an incredibly respectful guy, but at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter if you're not if you're not winning, all right? You you are running a baseball team. You are running a, com a competitive professional baseball team of the highest caliber at the highest level of the sport. Okay? You are a you are a public attraction. People pay money to watch your product with the expectation that it might win a game. And if you're not going to win games, then why would anyone care? Why would the public care? And therefore, how does it make money? I know money, you know, we don't want to say, you know, well, money isn't everything. Well, it does at some point. It does become everything at some point. It does become the main driving force that dictates what you can and can't do. And I'm not saying that Sherman, you know, did this for the money. Obviously, there are lots of reasons why he would do this. But sure, I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of tr trickling down and going down the... The chain of reasons why this is why Dayton Moore has been making a lot of mistakes. Sherman also said sometimes the data isn't as prominent in this organization as it should be. We need to make more data-driven decisions. Like what, dude? What 
It's like he, it's like Sherman has been reading everyone's bra, everyone's blogs, listening to everyone's podcasts, literally listening to everything that has been going on within the, the, the fan community of the Royals. And he's like, all right, I, I'm listening. And, and I agree with you. Like, like for once someone is on our side, we have been fighting with the Royals for so long. And it, and it has felt like they they exist in a completely different world. We say one thing, and then they say the complete opposite. Even if it doesn't matter, like, that they're wrong. Like, they're clearly wrong because they're losing. And we're like, hey, these are the reasons why you're losing games. Stop doing this. And they're like, now nah, we know what we're doing. <laughs> 80, 88 losses last season. 90-something losses this season. So... But, but but finally, Sherman is like, yeah, it, it is it is unacceptable that we're losing this many games, and that needs to change, it needs to go away, it needs to stop happening, and yeah, his his comments about about you know Dayton Moore talks about a championship team. I want to see a wild card team, and I'm I'm not I don't think that is supposed to su- suggest that Sherman is you know like content with not winning a World Series or whatever. But at the very least, it's like. I mean, like, I see what he's saying. It's kind of hard to explain specifically or really quickly and off the top of my head. But, like, you know, Dayton Moore keeps talking about, oh, here's how you build a World Series team or whatever. And it's like, why not just build a a perennial playoff team? That's basically what I think Sherman wants. Just be a regularly competitive team instead of having this massive rise and fall every 10 years. And I... This is insane, dude. This is insane. I didn't expect this to happen, at least not right now. I might have expected it in the offseason. But for this to happen right now, I mean, it still feels a few months too late. And for some, it might be a few years too late. But it's happening now. Um, as for J.J. Piccolo, I mean, I already kind of said this, but I'm fine with him staying. I think that we should at least see what he can do. Because I don't really feel like we have seen the real J.J. Piccolo as a general manager. Like, we haven't seen the true general manager power he has. Although, for what it's worth, his comments recently haven't been so bad. They've actually been very contradictory towards Dayton Moore. Because, you know, Dayton Moore was just like, Oh, this article wasn't factual, and we're, we're actually in a really good place with our pitchers, and blah, 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 blah. Because um, yesterday or a couple of days ago, JJ he talked about bringing some starting pitchers in the in the offseason via free agency. He talked about saying that the expectations were higher this year, and just you know, there's just been a lot going on. And you know, I mean, it's not it wasn't super telling, but it felt a lot different from what Dayton Moore was saying. It 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 has felt like Dayton Moore. And JJ Piccolo have been at odds with each other this whole this whole season because I'm pretty sure that getting rid of Terry Bradshaw was Piccolo's decision and not Dayton Moore. Like it, that was something Dayton Moore was against, and it just took a, either a long time or to uh, to convince him, or I don't know somehow JJ. I don't think JJ could have done that, you know, without Moore's permission or whatever. But you get what I'm saying. I, I just feel like we haven't really seen JJ Piccolo, and I'm interested in seeing what he does with what he has to work with because I do think he has a lot to work with I he still has a lot of minor league talent 
he just needs to get the right people in to um, to manage it, to, to develop it, and to, to fix it at this point. Man, I... This, this is a monumental day for for the Royals, for Kansas City, for, for everybody involved in this team. For sports, really. I mean, this is a, a long-time um, leader of a baseball organization, you know, leaving, and I guess... I don't know where he's going to go. I mean, th- there have to be some teams out there that might, you know, appreciate his, his expertise, things like that. Um, although, I don't know. Good, good luck to him, and go- good luck to wherever uh, he goes. I mean, he could just stick around in Kansas City, help with, the, the, like, the, the youth movement he's got, the, the, the organizations he has here. They see you in the major leagues. He could just, you know... Uh, just stick to that. That's fine. I mean, whatever he does, it's up to him. Um, but I will say, you know, for as much as we are celebrating this, I, I I do really want to say that I I appreciate Dayton more, and I still really respect him, and I and I do genuinely hope that, um, you know, he goes somewhere else, and you know, he 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 he's successful wherever he goes. Even if it's with another baseball team, like I would actually love it if he went to, if he was just be, if he became the general manager of another team, and I'm sure if he he if that happened, he would actually be pretty good, you know, because I mean, failure makes you better, right? Isn't isn't that kind of what this the saying goes, or how things work? It's like you 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 fail, you fall on your face, but by doing that, you kind of learn what you can and can't do, and I'm sure for for Dayton Moore, a lot of the issues that happened um, with the Royals over the last few years kind of were the result of his hubris. He was like, oh, well, I won a World Series. Well, I can do whatever I want. Like I said on Monday, I'm like, Dayton Moore thinks that he is the smartest guy in baseball because he did this one thing, which is very, very impressive, but it doesn't matter all that much nowadays. I'm sure he would still be a great general manager somewhere else, just assuming he would uh, learn from this experience. But that all aside, I do really respect Aiden Moore, and I wish him the best, and I am very, very thankful for what he has done for the Royals, at least for the first 10 years of his tenure, I guess. Um, Because even, you know, even disregarding how difficult... It can be for a small market team to win a World Series, even disregarding how rare that actually is. Like the Royals winning a World Series is like the first time a small market team has won the World Series, or the only time a small market team has been won the World Series in decades. You know, you think of every other team that has won the World Series since I don't freaking know since Minnesota in what ninety one or something. You know, Toronto has won. Uh, New York has won like 30 times. Los Angeles. Chicago, a couple times. Atlanta, a couple times. You know, where where are the where are the Cleveland World Series trophies? Where are the... I was going to say Seattle. Seattle is not small. But where are the Milwaukee World Series trophies? Where are the Pittsburgh World Series trophies? Cincinnati. You know, their days are long gone. The Royals managed to do it. 
that's that is incredibly impressive and really keep in mind that that changed Kansas City 2014 and 2015 it changed Kansas City completely like I grew up in the 2000s knowing that Kansas City wasn't anything special and it made me a little sad you know I I wanted to be part of something special I'm I'm I myself I'm nobody right but I could at least be somewhere where it felt like something was going on like it was important right but I couldn't even have that in the 2000s you know because there was nothing in Kansas City there was nothing here you I mean sure the Chiefs were like good for a while and we did have some legendary players in the 2000s but they weren't they didn't get over the mountaintop and then for a while they got just as bad as the Royals but then 2014 happened and that single-handedly changed the national perception of Kansas City. For the first time in my entire life, it felt like people were looking at us. Like, on a, on a, on a global scale, everyone was looking at Kansas City, and, it be, and they were like, wow, this is actually a really nice place with really, really great people and lots of stuff to do, lots of things going on. Like, wow, you know, you started seeing articles written nationwide about how Kansas City is actually a really great place, really cool vacation spot, lots of great people here, and the Royals, so fun and exciting. That happened. You know, like, finally, Kansas City felt somewhere special, and it felt like I could be part of something. All all thanks to Dayton Moore. Like, he, he did that for us, dude. I mean, he wasn't alone, of course. The players did that. Ned Yost did that, but Dayton Moore orchestrating that, that is amazing. It's incredible. You cannot take that away from him. You cannot deny it. Even if you want to say it's a fluke, he got lucky, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how he did it. He did it. And I am eternally grateful for that. But that was then and this is now. We have to look to the future and I don't think that Dayton was willing to do that. I think he was willing to be stuck in the past, willing to look back at what he did as opposed to what he's doing now. And it was time for change. And John Sherman, I respect him a lot more right now. You know, he he's still talking about the downtown stadium. And you know what? You know what, bro? Build the stadium if you so want. Just... Make sure the team playing inside of it is going to be worth watching. Alright, because that's what we that's all we ask for at the end of the day. We want the Royals to be good again. And it looks like Sherman is finally getting serious. Not that I think he was ever fooling around, but he's willing to make the changes necessary. And he's willing to do what is needed to do to get the Royals going again. It seems like he's listening to the fans. This is something that all the things that he has said today are just things that we've wanted to hear for so long. And it is truly an exciting day for Kansas City. For once, for once, it feels like things are getting better. It really does. And I am so happy about that. So thank you to John Sherman for finally doing this. And I'm 
actually kind of looking forward to next year. Now, at the very least, I we can end this season, this nightmare of a season, awake. We, we're, we're waking up from it. Oh, I, I just got a message from my friend <laughs> who who's in Detroit, right? He's, he's a Tigers fan. And Detroit had announced that they got a new president. They got, like, the... They got a San Francisco guy as their president, and I'm just like, I can't believe this. No. The Tigers are leaving the basement. We were supposed to be basement bros together. I was so I was so mad at my friend. Like, how could you do this? The Tigers are supposed to be bad. Along with the Royals. But now that now that this has happened, he's like, We're both leaving the basement, brother. Ah, it's gonna be so fun. It's gonna be so good. Next year's gonna be great. I hope. I really hope next year's going to be great. But it seems like it's going to be better. But whatever happens, we'll talk about it when we get there. Until then, thank you very much for listening to the Royal Deluxe Podcast. I would love to hear from you at Royal Deluxe Pod on Twitter. Or send me an email at royaldeluxepodcast at gmail.com. Tell me your thoughts. What do you think about Dayton Moore? What do you think about J.J. Piccolo? What do you think about these changes? What else needs to happen going forward? Is Mike Matheny getting fired? Most likely. Is Kyle Elder getting fired? Most likely. Who else is getting fired? Fire everybody! Except Drew Taylor and Alex Zumwalt. They can say. And I'll um, I'll talk to you very, very soon. Alright? Thank you very much for making this podcast a part of your day. I really hope you're having a good one. If you're listening to this, you're probably having a better day than uh, it was, you know, six hours ago before you found out that Dayton Moore got fired. So... That's probably a, a, a nice bright spot in your day, even if it's a bad one. But yeah, hope you uh, hope you're having a good one. See you on Friday. I'm Lux, and go Royals, go Royals, go John Sherman, burn it all down, John Sherman.